It is 26 minutes after the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. You know, one of the things I didn't get to talk to you about yesterday was a, uh, in, I don't know how impromptu it was, but there was a write-in effort launched against me, your humble host, yesterday, or Tuesday, uh, on the election. Yes. And, and, and I want to, you know, I, I want to, I think it's important for people to know, uh, you know, some of what people do and get mad at me for exposing on this radio show, right? So I get phone calls from people in Ward 12 and Ward 2 and Ward 6. I'm not 2. Ward 12, Ward 8, and Ward 6. Uh, about uh, people holding signs for a uh, for a write-in campaign against me, your humble host for school board. So, um, at Ward Twelve, now this is this is how sad things are. I mean, just this, is, this speaks to the character of the people. Look, I don't care if members of the school board were uh, uh, campaigning actively against me. I don't care about that, to say the least. And I shouldn't care because I was campaigning actively for many uh, people who were challenging incumbent school board members and campaigning for the retention of at least two school board members. So that's the rough and tumble of politics, right? Yeah, you you, you do what you got to do during the political season. You do what you think is in the best interest of your community, your agenda, whatever it is. You fight it out. The voters decide and then you move forward with who the voters chose, right? So I'm going to start with a a, a blanket, and I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I didn't do it yesterday. I, I probably won't get to it today with my schedule, but before the end of the week, before I come on the air Monday, I'm going to make phone calls to uh, every candidate, every incumbent, that uh, whose re-election I opposed to say just this. We we aired our differences. The voters spoke, and I'm ready to uh, move forward and focus on the challenges that are facing our school district. Uh, and hopefully, we'll be we'll, we'll be able to work together in areas where we have agreement. In other words, the election's done. It's time to it's time to govern. Let's uh, put whatever personal feelings we might have about each other aside and do it for the children. Get it done for the children. And so I will say to Sarah Ambrosi, who I really didn't think was ever in any danger, not that Joe Lachance isn't a good guy, uh, but I I didn't, uh, you know, Joe for a variety of reasons, just wasn't putting the effort in as a, as a candidate. Leslie Watt, I worked pretty hard for Mark Flanders because I think he would have been a better representative of Ward 4, but Ward 4 has come to a different conclusion. And for the most part, I've worked pretty well and gotten along with Leslie Watt. You know, those differences aside... But it is what it is. Uh, Bergeron, honestly, I don't know what to do with the guy. He never returns phone calls or responds to emails. So I'll just say, hey, Dan, you won. Good for you. 
if it's really about the kids, then stop acting like you have to be the opposition to Rich Gerard because he has, and you can hear if you you can if you watch the there are a couple of meetings where he audibly says, "How did he vote?" And then he went and vote he's and then he went and voted the opposite. So the guy doesn't he's not paying attention to what's going around. He doesn't know how to vote. He just votes the opposite of me. Okay, I don't know how you work with that, but there you go. <laughs> so I and I do think Sarah and Leslie are are uh, uh, people that uh, that can be talked to on some level. And I'm I'm hoping that with some of the negative influences on the board having been removed uh, by voters, that they will be more reasonable in their approach to issues and things. But. You know, as as somebody who campaigned for change and as somebody whose camp candidacy was opposed by several members of the board back in 2015. You know, at, at some point, you folks, you just got to you just got to you got to let it go. You got to deal with what's in front of you. You got to deal with the merits of the issue. You've got to deal with the data. And you got to set aside those those personal those personal issues. And I'm thoroughly convinced that they are personal. I mean, come on. If that investigation by our attorney had found that Rich Gerard had actually violated the right to know law and the wiretapping laws he was accused of violating, do you think for a minute any of them would have voted to keep it secret? Oh, I sure as heck don't. But back to this write-in effort. So (laughs) I'm getting phone calls from people in wards 12 six and eight about signs being held a blow up of the school board at large section of the ballot that has got Nancy Tessier highlighted, you know, vote for Nancy Tessier and then write in a guy named Joe Barton, proud American veteran. Josh, you can grab the photos from my Gerard on the school board at large Facebook page. Because I posted them there. Uh, and I actually, somebody grabbed the sign at Ward 8, you know, when they were picking up the signs. Our good friend Jim Gadette, who was holding signs for me there to close out the night. He found it. He picked it up. He gave it to me as a souvenir. I meant to bring it this morning. And and that's cool. I mean, I'm okay with that. But what, 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 I, what, I'll, what I'll tell you is, oh, and apparently uh, Dan Bergeron's wife, Dina, was posting it up on Facebook. I haven't seen the post, but I've been told about them. That's fine. Folks, I am totally cool with that. What I'm not cool with is people like Connie Van Houten, who I was told by several people at the poll in Ward 12, was holding that sign. She had a, it was a totem pole. It had three of her signs, and it had this thing stapled on at the bottom. You know, okay, that, that's cool. Connie can, Connie can campaign for somebody as a write-in in addition to Nancy Tessier. But apparently when she saw my truck, I went to, I, you know, I brought my mother to vote. And I brought my mother to vote specifically because, well, I won't get into it, but I brought my mother to vote. So I drove by looking for a parking lot, a parking spot in the parking lot at Northwest. Couldn't find one. Connie knows my truck. So after she sees me drive by, she gives the sign to somebody else and then holds another sign. 
multiple people told me this. I think it's I think it's sad that she doesn't have the. Uh, but you know what? It's typical of her because she's sneaky like that. She doesn't want to be seen by the people that she is uh, accusing, so to speak. And then after I left, no joke, uh, John Liskars was going around pole to pole. He sees Connie holding the sign that she was holding before I, I, I got there, gave to somebody else once I got there, and then took it back and started holding it after I got there, after I left. <laughs> I guess she didn't want me to know she was behind it. <laughs> so I posted both pictures. You know, the one that Liskars sent, Liskars tells me that he asked her whether or not what she was doing is legal because they were showing a marked ballot. And uh, she said she didn't know. <laughs> I guess she didn't care. So I went and I got, I looked at the official results. This is priceless. In the aldermanic race, uh, for the at-large aldermanic race, there were 295 write-ins. In the school board race, there were 269 write-ins. <clears throat> so going across... I took a look. Well, Connie didn't have much pull in Ward uh, 12 because only 17 people wrote somebody in. In Ward 8, there were 28 people, which given that the turnout in Ward 8 was much higher than Ward 12 is not uh, unusual. In Ward 6, only 21 people wrote somebody in. Now, I don't know if this was happening in other wards, but I take a look. The big ward for write-ins in the school board at large race was Ward 2 with 43. I'll bet you those were friends of Dave Scannell. I did go to Ward 2. I didn't see any evidence of the write-in sign there. And then Ward three, ward 1 had 37, but Ward 1 had, uh, you know, had a, whole lot, had a whole lot of voters cast. So they um, maybe at some point on some level, they, they I, I, I don't know. You know, when I got to Ward 6, I saw the thing on the ground behind Bergeron, who had a little arrow on his on his uh, thing. He got stopped, by the way, by the moderator. He was handing out photocopies of ballots that were filled in, you know, telling people who to vote for as they were walking on the uh, into the into the polling place. Yeah, no, you can't do that. It's called election that you, you just can't do that. <laughs> so he got told to stop. <laughs> But it's okay because him and Hassan Essa had little arrows pointing to themselves, you know, holding the sign that had their name on it. The only problem is Dan was standing on the wrong side of his, so his arrow was pointing towards when I was there, Maxine Mosley, who was a vice president of the teachers' union. <laughs> and then when he turned it around, I said, Hey, I said, Your arrow's pointing the wrong way. He turned it around, so instead of saying Dan, it said Nad, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> So anyway, the big effort to write in somebody other than Rich Gerard, um, well, it just made him look silly. And now that everybody knows, or at least everybody in this audience knows, well, now they really do look silly. This is Gerard at Large.